That's what we all want, the real thing, even though most of us don't have the slightest notion of what that is. We tell ourselves we'll know it if and when it happens along. In my case, it's a brilliant hunk who is kind and sensuous and willing to love both me and my children. Ted, I think, is holding out for a love goddess with a Ph.D., Sometimes I wonder if we don't set our sights so high to spare ourselves the trouble of actually trying to get along, romantically speaking, with an imperfect fellow human. The good news is, sometime following my 40th birthday, it occurred to me that the real thing and getting laid are neither synonymous nor mutually exclusive. Men seem to understand that innately, from the time they reach puberty— But for a woman of a certain age, it is a liberating revelation. You may be single for the rest of your natural life, but that doesn't have to mean you're going to die celibate. Maybe this only seems like good news after you've parted company with the better part of your illusions, like the one about having more babies someday, or that age is somehow going to make an exception in your case. I don't know. Anyway... I was getting pretty tired of waiting passively for the real thing to find me, so I decided to act upon this liberating revelation without delay. The first thing I had to do, of course, was find a man. Once you stop looking for the real thing and start smiling more or less indiscriminately at lesser mortals, things start to happen. Cups of coffee and walks, movies, dinner... My kids noticed, of course, and didn't much like it. They hadn't really had to share me with anybody else for a long time, except Ted, whom they had come to accept as a friend of the family. I couldn't tell my children I was looking to get laid. So when Manda asked me, what is going on here, Mom? I shrugged innocently and said, you kids are growing up. It's time I had more of a social life is all. For a couple of months, I auditioned a good number of men of all shapes and sizes and persuasions without finding a suitable candidate. I do have standards, after all, or maybe they're nothing more than prejudices. Still, they're mine, and I respect them. No married men, of course. No short men, no fat men, no Republicans or evangelicals. No heavy drinkers or druggies. Nobody too much older or too much younger than me. Nobody too rich or too poor or too eager to get married. These standards evolved over time based on experience. 